0: In 2011, Sam Seidel published Hip Hop Genius, Remixing High School Education. The book has since become foundational to those engaging students by way of hip hop culture. If
1: you know, you know. Pick up a copy and support the school.
0: The book, available at www.hiphopgenius.org, covers the story of the High School for Recording Arts, founded by David T.C. Ellis.
2: T.C. Twin Cities, y'all. Minneapolis, St. Paul. Don't miss out. Hip-hop genius, get
0: the book. The book also details how the hip-hop generation sparked a global movement with limited resources by flipping something out of nothing. Now, 10 years later, Sam has been joined by Tony Simmons, executive director at the High School for Recording Arts. Our goal is to get students mad enough to learn more and smart enough to get it in a whole different way. Sam also asked me to join him. My name's Michael Lipset. I'm a professor of Critical Media Literacy at McGill University and one of the co-directors at 4Learning, the nonprofit responsible for sharing the High School for Recording Arts model beyond the Twin Cities. Together, the three of us are bringing you Hip Hop Genius 2.0, the second edition of That Pivotal Book, along with a podcast series where we put legendary musicians and educators together in conversation to discuss the state of the field. On this episode, 4Learning brings you NLE Choppa, a young but mighty rap artist out of Memphis, Tennessee. In addition to already having a platinum-selling record with Shata Flow, Choppa's debut album, Top Shata, peaked in the top 10 Billboard charts when it dropped in 2020. And all this before he's even turned 21. But Choppa's not just an MC. He's also launched the NLE Choppa Reading Challenge for middle schoolers across the country, and is helping people eat differently with his vegan diet challenge, The Choppa Cleanse. The MC recently visited the High School for Recording Arts in St. Paul, Minnesota to meet the students and catch a vibe. While there, Raya Davis, Kwatli Day, and Isaac Johnson spoke to him on record about his work. We hope you enjoy the conversation, and thanks for joining us on the Hip Hop Genius Podcast.
1: All right, so we're here today with NLE Choppa <laughs> for For the Air. Here to ask him a few questions. Came through the school, gave him a little tour. What's yes, up? Um, yeah. you feeling, Choppa? Feel good. Feel too blessed. Um, feel extremely blessed to be here. I ain't
3: gonna lie. Y'all, y'all, y'all woke me up. <laughs> it's beautiful.
4: <laughs> Man, you done took a walk through our playground. Anything, anything you seen that was interesting to you?
3: Man, y'all. I mean, not even interested in the sense of just. I just feel like y'all are first and foremost y'all are the future, y'all are the upbringing, and um, I'm taking a strong liking into especially y'all because I just talked to y'all in the studio, but in a sense everybody here because um, I just feel like this is the most opportunity I've seen as far as like for a dominant Afro Afro type of vibe like this mm. is this is very opportunist. Opportunity. This is just a very big opportunity. I was gonna
4: say, I know you walked in, it was like, damn, there's a lot of black kids. (laughs) 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 Like
3: this is this will be home for me. If I was y'all age, this would be home. This would be something I want to wake up every day and be a part of. Um, I don't even I haven't I just seen a few seconds of it and I just know this is something I wanna be a part of because I feel like I find within myself what I wanna do as far as what I want to get out of life. Cause um there's a lot of things when I was younger I wanted to do, you know. I feel like this implement something like this in my childhood would no. High yeah. high
1: it's high definitely high a big opportunity. Like, I think the younger kids too, they find it hard to like grasp the concept of like you got a free studio, and then they they grow into it, they get a little comfortable, you know. They 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 do go through their stuff and they mm. forget, but we do our best to bring them back around. You know you? what I'm saying? I'm twenty. How old? Are you? I'm seventeen. Just turned eighteen.
4: 18.
3: we same age
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) no but i agree with quality though a lot of kids like my first year here i was not in the studio like that like i was i was kind of new to rapping and stuff i've been rapping for like three years Mm -hmm. but i was like mad nervous in front of people like phone shaking trying to read my lyrics sitting at the mic and stuff like it was not good but now this year, yeah, I'm just like, I realize the access I have and like yeah. the opportunities, you know. So I'm taking like full advantage of everything. For sure. everything.
4: Honestly, for me, this is my fourth year here. This is my senior year. Since my first year here, I've kind of been tapped into the studio, kind of literally dove in head first into everything. I got my certification that year. Mm-hmm. So for me to like come back in and see a lot of the younger kids following the same footsteps that I did, it feels good. But at the same time, there's a lot of kids who like free studio. That, like live life Yeah rap, a lot of them money. Yeah, Like yeah, all they get is yeah. money Rap, yeah. music All these rappers are doing this You can tell they the don't ones realize that realize that It's a whole process That come with it what Yeah you, you
1: can tell the, the ones that really Genuinely care about Being in here mm-hmm. And like it's the difference Between them Because they're in here But they're not in here Just to say they're in the studio Yeah. Like they're in here Because they love They love the music They love the process of it Like there's a whole the bunch part. of Yeah Like the kids I I like hang around Like I can tell Like Raya For example Like uh-huh. Yeah, I'm. I'm on some like I'm. I make all different types. Like I'll be singing, I'll be producing. Like so, I'm in all these different avenues. And we, me and Ryan just connected this last couple of years. And what's it called? Like I could tell just just by hanging around me. Like the she was like, you got I I gotta stop rapping about all these drugs and violence and shit. Yeah. Like, Give me on a song like, one of your songs. Like yeah. I could tell. On, like that's the type on to what of he's
4: saying. Like and it's weird because we're two totally different people with two totally different vibes. Mm-hmm. Like me. I came up off of, I was listening to Twista, I was listening to Mob Deep, like, you know. Oh, no,
1: I'm on, yeah, 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 I'm on that too, I'm on that too, I, I, I came like, up with that.
4: Like, I incorporated, with, like, their message into my music in yeah, the new school, with the new school twist. twist yeah. so that, like, what I was saying in the studio earlier, my first song that I ever dropped was a remix to Yo Shotta Flow, mm-hmm. I listened to that and I was like, boom, perfect blueprint, yeah. and I'm not saying that's you in any type of way, but, like, for me to, that that was the first thing that interested me, like the first style that ever interested me, and then I come here, then Quali's doing a whole different thing that kind of made me think, like, damn, mm. that, that that's kind of raw. So I'm mm-hmm. constantly trying to get him, take me out of my shell, yeah. take me out of what I usually do, like, get me to be more versatile than what I really am. And once you, you start me? to
3: master this, I ain't gonna lie, this is exactly how I started. Now it's like to the point, I've literally reached a, um with me just trying to experiment different things and trying to um, experiment different sounds. Literally every time I leave the studio, or if I have a I have a recording weeks, so I don't have like recording days. I just record like a whole week straight, mm-hmm. and uh, every song could be different. Like, I may I make a drill one, then I come back, I do a love song, then I do something that has this conscious make you think. Like I, it's like a real routine, you know? and yeah. I make it real speaking,
4: repetitive. Speaking of songs, I got a, I got a real question for you, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm going across YouTube, mind you. Everybody know who Ice Spice is. You know where this question going. <laughs> what made you <laughs> make that song and basically name it after what she got going on?
3: Man, honestly, um, I was in the studio with Tay Keith and um, he was playing me a few beats, and they were hard. But like, I'm real picky with beats. Like, I'm very picky. Out of a hundred beats, I probably like ten or nine like that I strongly want to record on. So I told him and I was like, he was playing something. And I said, man, I need something, you'll play Drake. <laughs> and like, we about seven beats in and he looked at me, he was like, all right. Then he went to the next beat and it was dead beat. And I'm talking about as soon as he turned it on, I said, load it up. And I just locked in and I just got in the vibes where I was just writing. And i was just writing and i was just writing i write all my songs now and i was just writing and i got to the hook and i said man i want to do something that's gonna grab the attention of everybody and mm-hmm. i just felt like with the hook i made i felt that was it
1: yeah it so, hey, worked you like training
3: it was like um, should... it was like bad so like ice spice she eating she the real munch <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like you know what i'm saying it just it just registered because i feel like I feel like I feel like with music you got like two sides of it you got you got you got the women that's gonna talk they shit about the men and then you got the men that's gonna talk they shit about the women mm-hmm. so sometimes I kind of like to feed into that type of that type of thing because you know when you listen to certain music it's like it's like damn, the females they they coming at us. So it's like I kind of tried to flip that to try to come back at the females in a sense to give like the men something to rock with. You know, it's something I do sometimes with music. I just feel like it's cool to flip it. You know? Yeah. Are you
4: are you personally a fan of Ice Spice? Personally,
3: a fan of Ice Spice. Um. I feel honestly, I feel like she got her own style. I feel like everybody got their own art. Trying to bring
1: controversy into this, right? No, no, no. The way I was asking the question, the way I was asking the question question is the way
4: anybody else would answer the question. Not not personally, I won't listen to Ice Spice, but I will look at Ice Spice. (laughs) Whole time. Uh, Yeah. I
1: understand it
3: too. I mean, see me what Uh. I've grown to realize is, um, you gotta res. I kind of respect every everyone's art. Right. Um whether some cool. people make music that i don't listen to every day or something that i want to listen to in my rotation i can never like downplay it because at the end of the day i still um i respect it because at the end of the day somebody listening to it and that's probably their forte i just know what mine is but i can never like down it like oh yeah. motherfucker trash they trash because i don't like it because that's their art That's the way that they express themselves so
1: yeah all right so let's Talk about the reason you here, this, this reading challenge mm-hmm. so what inspires you to start to challenge use? because we have a lot of rappers and just entertainers in general mm-hmm. like talk about the importance of education but you took it a step further and actually gave them mm-hmm. a goal to reach like beginning with the like we said earlier the 20 mm-hmm. million and then the 40 million words to read like yeah. what made you want to connect in this way um just to pour in some to I feel like I feel like rappers <laughs> we
3: got a statistic to where um it's, it's kind of one lane with us mm-hmm. and it's just negative. Um, I try to point to the statistics that we can be more than, you know what I'm saying, what our right. music reflect. Um, I feel like a lot of people are missing balancement in this today's age. Um, just like the same way I feel like back in the days, I always refer to Tupac because it's my favorite artist. Um, I feel like Tupac, he can make the hit-em-ups, but at the same time, he can make songs like yeah. Keep Your Head Up. Mm-hmm. And um, things of that nature, I feel is missing in this generation, in this area, because I feel like the songs like Keep Your Head Up or Dear Mama, Or Brenda got a baby was who he truly was as a person yeah um and the songs as far as like hit him up ambitious at a ride or things of that nature was the was like a split soul in a sense but that's not who he always wanted to be who he was day to day was that dear mama Brenda got a baby type and i'm the same i'm the exact same way i feel in a sense i got like a split soul i got this person that want to do this be the be the utmost positive but sometimes I balance. Yeah, it you out. gotta it's like the yeah. person
1: you gotta become to survive, but then like who you are at your core. Yeah. Like you're trying to every day figure out a way to like really bring that out. Yeah once you out of that situation. Cause you still, you know, mm-hmm. it's just all mental. Like you, you become like it's hard to switch that yeah. switch that the little switch that you got but in there. But once so, you learn it, yeah. that's when it, it
3: that's when once you yeah, learn once you how aware. to balance
1: right. the positive and the
3: negative, because you need negative. Mm-hmm. you do need positive. Right. It's the same thing, it's like a battery. You can't, you can't, you can't charge nothing without a negative yeah. or a positive charge. Everything you wouldn't know, e. you wouldn't know
1: yeah. there was light without the dark. You wouldn't yeah. know it was dark without the light. So, exactly.
2: hey, you know, I just when you were talking about that, I had to jump in here because yeah, it outside. remind it reminds me so much <laughs> of when I was growing up. I grew up with Prince, mm-hmm. and he was at the time parents didn't want their kids to hear his music mm-hmm. or because he had that those that double side. He was mm-hmm. a Gemini, but you know, as far as this new generation and hip hop and rap and what you're doing, I see you in the same light. Mm. And he was a he was a close friend of mine. I knew him since we were 11, and we grew up together. And I think the the opportunity that you have, and you taking on this ideal around. You know, education also he did the same thing. he mm-hmm. was a big supporter of the community mm-hmm. and, and learning and education and becoming a lifelong learner and understanding your rights mm-hmm. and um you know, I really am feeling that from yeah. you and I Be- and being so yeah you're so young mm-hmm. and so intelligent mm-hmm. and having that understanding I really I really I just had to tell you that
3: so sure, I appreciate yep. that yep. and Prince is a person I looked up to as well like I look up to. Every, I look up to the people that I like to call the icons that make um, biblical type of history so those people like Michael Jackson the people's like Prince people like Tupac um, all these people I take something I take something away from them because I feel they're a part of me I feel like we're all one so yeah. when I when I look at certain people I see them in me whether it is if they're on their last, if they're on the, if they're on the most negative verge, I've been on that verge. If they're on the most positive verge, I've been on that verge. In between, I've been on it, so I can relate to everything and everyone. And um, Prince, for sure, I got. A, I heard a lot of funny stories about Prince too. You know, if just been around in the industry. Um, one of my favorite Prince stories was um, he he. Um, I heard that he he didn't too much like to take pictures, but in the sense of. I I feel I'm the same way. Like I like for people to ask me for pictures, and I take 90% of them when I'm asked. But as far as sneaking a picture of me, I'm like, why you just didn't ask? Like I would I would have took it. And I remember um, they said it was like it was this it was this party they had. I can't remember who told the story. It was a party they had. I think it was the Grammys, and he had everybody meet up at his house or something. It was like in a basement or some part of his house, and um, they had this celebration. But he told everyone. He said. He it was a it was a it was this thing he had in the restroom that said some things are not meant to be recorded or picture. Pretty much in translation, some things are meant to just be memories and not to be recorded or or, or something to be taking a picture of. And, and so one of the people read that in the restroom and ended up still taking like a picture of him or whatnot. <laughs> What's crazy is they said um <laughs> it was, I don't know how crazy it is. But um they said the man had real magical powers man they said um they said <laughs> they said the picture that they took of him once they looked at it they looked at it at their phone, and it turned to dark purple and disappeared. <laughs> I swear to God, hey. and, and, and like I swear to God, and and I was looking. I'm like, man, I said, this is BS, bro. I'm like, that's not true. He's
2: like, <laughs> like, he's like, I swear to God.
3: He, like, <laughs> I, he sweared it like on everything he said. First and foremost, when Prince walked in the room, he said, I promise you, Prince didn't even walk in the room. He like just he glided in the floated. room, he like he wasn't even walking. I was like, yo. Yeah. Now, is this, is well,
2: well, you're in the cold purple city prince put on the map yeah. and, and i just want to say i think that you know you're headed in the same direction sure. you have an opportunity to be iconic and, and, and accomplish as much as anybody else so i'm just giving you a thumbs up so I don't know if everybody's done. I wanted to get you, take you into the gym. Oh, okay. You ain't seen the gym. I got basketball going? Yeah, somebody told me you Shit. like basketball. So I wanna get over there and just let I'm you the, peep I'm the, the place out. School. Nah.
1: So, yeah. Don't let that light skin man hype your
2: head. So I don't know. Is there is there any last um
1: I had a couple more but I mean, yeah, we we had can, a couple yeah, I wanna questions ask you one. Thing thing, got, we got we got enough talking feeling?
2: in. i chill.
4: You I'm, I'm chilling? Okay. For sure. Well then go do y'all do your thing, keep it going. All right. I was I was I just got the screenshot. Let you me let me you. finish these two questions, and then so we can. I was just gonna say, did you wanna do
1: some like? So, but yeah, I saw you walked out, like speaking on basketball. I saw out you walked out. For me like he did. The Grizzlies, the first, you're the first rapper to do that for an NBA team, yeah, and then nah, being yeah, from Tennessee, that had to be like a surreal experience. Tell that me. was too surreal. <laughs> tell man. me what that was like, yeah. I
3: re- I remember just in the process of um them um rehearsal with the Grizzlies um. I just kept telling them how thankful I was, and they was like, they kept looking at me like I've never seen somebody so grateful to be, you know, a part of something. And, and honestly, I just feel like I've been an underdog my whole life, so when certain opportunities come to me, it's like I take them to the heart, and I really cherish it like a baby. Yeah. kind of rock it, because I feel like a lot of my life I've been overlooked, so when things of that nature happen, um, I just, I just try to be in a moment as much as I can, and by doing that, I say thank you a lot. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Yeah. Um, so you came up at a young age. Your career started at a young age. I know before that you had a childhood like anybody else. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Or any other kid growing up? How you grew yeah. up? How was it like finding out that you didn't went viral everywhere? Like, how did your friends and closer people react to it?
3: Man, I ain't gonna lie to you. It was, it was crazy. And um, it was a long-lived type of um, enjoyment because, um, you know, when you're young, you get introduced to everything that's not what you need, but like pretty much all your wants get hyphened. And sometimes you don't be as grounded as you was. Um, it, it's enjoyed, but I'ma be honest, when I was first blowing up, it kind of got long lived because I had people around me that wasn't for my best interest. I had things implemented like drugs in my lifestyle that wasn't good. I don't do no drugs now. Like. A lot of things I had to cut out of my lifestyle because it, it it took control of me enjoying day to day things with just being able to be sober and in a moment and just soak things in. So it was long lived, and I I keep saying it was long lived because it's something that that between me and God, He knows that um, if I get an opportunity that comes back around and feel that sense. And, if, and I know when God bless you with uh, certain opportunities, it come back times 10. So let's just say when that opportunity comes back times 10 of how I felt when I was first blowing up, man, this time I'm going to do everything to make sure that nothing mess up that pursuit of that happiness. And um, just to make sure that, like I said, with certain opportunities that come around now, I'm grateful. I'm saying thank right. you. I'm cherishing it like a baby. Like I'm going to hold on to it real tight and I'm going to protect the blessing God gave me now and realize that... It's it's for me to have And the people that 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 took that ride with me And stayed down So
1: I remember having a conversation With one of the homies Like it was like a group combo But he just He like brought in He was like He's grateful for His blessings in general Because once you Stop being grateful. You lose the things that you for sure. that you grateful for. You lose it. You yeah. lose
3: it for sure. I remember telling. I remember I was at, but you know I was at a low point in my life mm-hmm. and I had everything I wanted, but nothing I needed, and that's why I was at that point in my life and um, it just got to the point to where a lot of things wasn't satisfying me and I had everything that you you were looking for, from the outside. You would right. like, man, he's supposed to be happy, but like a lot of things wasn't around that I needed. I was so,
4: just man. gonna ask, like, did it ever get to a point to where Everything surrounding you wasn't enough to at least fulfill a piece of happiness, a piece of you you feel me.
3: It wasn't enough because I wasn't right within. So it starts all the way with right here, your heart, your soul, your mind. But you know, a lot of people like a lot of people the way they think. A lot of
4: like a lot of uh, the way a lot of people think, like when they when they have that mindset that they're gonna come up, that as soon as they come up, they're gonna be happy and all their problems are solved. Mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to get more of an inside look at least from you with you being closer to my age Mm -hmm. how was that like actually rather than having the you know the mtv view the 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 instagram view Mm -hmm. i want to really know how it was you got all this money you have everything you need at this young age Mm -hmm. that kids are wishing for but are you really happy with it
3: i was happy with it until i got disturbed from the reason why we get it Uh, a lot of i'm gonna tell you why a lot of rappers are depressed why a lot of rappers Ended up on a suicide tip while a lot of rappers end up passing away. Because God put you in this position to to influence, motivate, and sh- and shed that light that he gave you. A lot of people get there and um it's like they get th- they get there and this in this in Yeah, yeah, for sure. You gotta have that protection. It's like they get there and um they're not shedding the light. They're not living They're not keeping that promise that they kept, that oath they made to self. A lot of people just get there and it's just like, I got walk, I got perks, I got weed, I got money, I got females. Ah, this is what this is what I love and this is how it's gonna be. And then a year or two go down the line, you start to realize it. It ain't bringing no happiness no Mm. more. So. The reason why my blessing started to come back because I got back one accord with what the goal was and that's to inspire people like y'all. Right. Yeah, this is now an quote.
1: He said, like, the highest human act is to inspire. It's for sure. Yeah.
3: Inspire, give back. Mm. Come back and tap in with y'all because if 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 y'all don't have nobody to come back and tell y'all that because I see some I see futures in all four of y'all right now. So if y'all don't have, if y'all didn't have somebody to let y'all know that right now, when y'all get to that point y'all and never know like y'all y'all be like what's wrong y'all will never know what's wrong and some people yeah. die with not knowing what it was within themselves that disturbed them from happiness and i'm letting y'all know now y'all just got to align with purpose find purpose you get in that position to find your purpose and then use that purpose to 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 help inspire other people that's going through the same thing you're going through so once you do that that's when you get back to that fountain of youth Right. That's when you get back to that child type state that's when you get back to the fun because now I'm having fun now right. like I'm doing what I supposed to have been doing from the jump if I was doing this while I was 16 I'd probably be I'd probably be at 20 on the level of where I thought I was supposed to be during the time period where I lost where I lost it at but now it's like God put a pause on my life and I was like I'm resuming from when I was 16 again so now I gotta <laughs> catch up on most stuff because I'm back
4: focused right but, you got a more adult mindset than a lot of these older men out here that's really claiming that they're
0: adults Mm -hmm. ogs and all and whatnot this has been a production of hip-hop genius order a copy now at www.hiphopgenius.org all author proceeds go to supporting the high school for recording arts original music for this podcast was produced by dj mickey breeze you can find Sam on Twitter at Hustlington. Tony can be found at Tony Mini Apple, And I can be found at Last Name Lipset. Catch us next time on the Hip Hop Genius Podcast.